Rob, we came out with a new frequency separation. It's called FS 2.0. 2.0. And if you've ever done frequency separation, it has its upsides. It has its downsides. Earth and Ceph revealed a brand new frequency separation called FS 2.0. Yeah, it's amazing. Frequency separation has its limitations. And actually, a lot of people kind of hate it because they can see it on scan and it, it doesn't work that well. It can be great on some things, and it can wreck other things. FS 2.0 will fix anything in a really lot well. less time. Um, we've gotten a lot of reviews on it, and people are really amazed at what a game changer it yeah. is. And Better quality in a quarter of the time. Which, if you're doing a ton of images, that's incredibly important. And, and if you're doing a single image, and you want to do it more accurately, this is also incredible. And we call this advanced texture cleanup. Yeah. Because it works on so many. It's not just skin. No, it's not just skin. There's, we show it on skin. We show it on product. We show it on architecture, like a bathroom where the, where the shower door was covered in spots. Yeah. And it wrinkly was like, pillows? It's like erasing it. Yeah, yeah wrinkly like pillows. It's, it's like erasing wrinkles on your skin or your pillow. Duh. Or your shower wall. Duh. Duh. Who doesn't want that? To stream this tutorial, go to proedu.com, where you can download FS 2.0 action with the tutorial. Boom. Welcome to the Pro EDU Podcast, where Rob and Gary talk and drink with your favorite photographers. So grab yourself a cold sarsaparilla and saddle up. In this episode, we're sitting down with Wayne Johns. Are you all right? I'm good. Man. Are, you, are, you, are you all right? No, but yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> are you all right? It's kind of been the one, running... One, one word, one word. The running joke. You all right? <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're all right. right. Yeah. So when we got here, people started asking me that, and I was like, "Yeah, do I not look all right?" <laughs> so we've been joking, <laughs> and the answer is no. no you don't look all right. right. I do not. <laughs> did you so see- everybody's asking you, Gary, because it's not a did given. Did you see how I was dressed last night? Skid yeah, rock. Shock, yeah, shockingly, yes. Skid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Skid Rock. <laughs> I was going for the Birmingham kind of, you know, vagabond. Say, say it again. You were, you were Birmingham. 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 That's what I just Birmingham wanted to hear. Vagabond. Birmingham. Yeah, I think you, Birmingham. I think you may have yeah. achieved Birmingham. 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 Yeah. So, Wayne, <laughs> thank you uh, for sitting down with us. What? What? How would you describe your work? What do you? What do you do? What do you shoot? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm predominantly fashion and beauty is my thing. Um, have been for. Well, I've been a photographer for 25 years. So, but later years, fashion, beauty, advertising is my my biggest thing. Let's let's go back to Baby Wayne. Wee. How did Baby Wayne grow up and get into photography? <laughs> yeah. yeah, before you before you took that portrait of us last night with Skid Rock and Batman, <laughs> how did you enter this business? And what happened? Um, begrudging? No, it wasn't begrudgingly. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because um, I, I started you know not not super early. Um, I mean, when I, when I left school, I was a I don't know what you'd call it in the US, but I was a, 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 a paint sprayer. I used to spray cars. So my whole family was in the motor trade, and I sort of followed suit. <clears throat> but then I was quite creative. So I went back to, to college to study fine art. And while I was there, I had to take other art-based subjects, ceramics and 3D sculpting and photography, you know, to, to, do it, to be able to do this course. And I sort of fell in love with photography so much that I found I could interpret my ideas better with light and people and subject matter than I could with a brush and a pencil. And canvas and I ended up just carrying on with photography and uh, actually dropping the fine art course completely seems to be a common theme 
I suck at drawing and painting, so. Yeah, you know, but I'm, I gotta be honest, I'm disappointed. I was really hoping you were gonna say when you were painting cars, you were doing unicorns and rainbows yeah, well, on the uh, sides yeah, yeah, of vans. Yeah. No, no, no like yeah, okay, go back, go back a step then, because I, could you I, do used, that? I used to do airbrush work. Yeah, you know, motorbikes, guitars, speedboats, all that kind of thing, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and that's, that's the reason why I went back to college. All right, so what's the most I, hideous thing that someone commissioned you to design and paint on the side of their motorbike or their van or <coughs> okay well you know uh in the u.s you, you got the hell's angels and yeah all that. well in, in in this country in the southwest where i come from yeah. we we had a motor, motorcycle gang down there called the scorpio yeah you know they were the same kind of dudes but maybe not as big and <laughs> not as not as mean and <laughs> you know that right. kind of thing and uh, th they used to uh do a lot of custom work on their bikes so i used to do a lot of airbrush work and imagery and Skulls and skeleton and death were obviously a good theme for mm -hmm. everything, you know. But well, they're Harleys and things. It's just custom build, so every piece was painted. Yeah, they used to do that. If you were to Perfect. paint Rob's panel van, like what would you paint on the side of it? <laughs> um, Rob has a panel van that he drives. I, I I would probably paint just probably just a logo saying hire somebody that can paint because man, I'm so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I, when I do my, my drawings and lighting diagrams or uh, mood boards and I'm drawing any, anything out, man, they're like stick men now. I'm so bad. I <laughs> suck. Yeah, I suck so much. All right, so the early days of you getting into photography, how did yeah. you start making a living, making money off of it? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, back in the days, obviously back in the days of film, all those years ago. So uh, digital wasn't even around. So um, I, uh, like you used to do, I was an assistant. So I went out and learned my craft properly, learned the trade, learned the industry. Um, and I wasn't in fashion and beauty either. So started off interiors um, in the beginning and then moved over to automotive. Um, and from there, I was just more inclined to more people. I found, no disrespect, Rob, inanimate objects were not my thing. I needed more engagement and response. Yeah, Rob's just terrible with people. I That's think why he's, he's, like, <laughs> yeah, he's horrible just, with people. He's terrible yeah. with people. Yeah. Like, you know, he, just, he finds a way to offend people within like the first minute or two. Of being in the room, and that's why he's he got stuck with. It's you part can't of, offend a bottle of Jack. It's part you? of my charm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Yeah. Rob God, that's <laughs> not true, that, is it, Emily? That should be a dream call on its own. See, <laughs> she's shaking her head. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Audio doesn't lie. No man, don't either. Just film. True. Well, she's not on that camera, so hot. <laughs> so yeah, she's not a yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's where I sort of got into it, and um, you know, learned the hard way. Made a lot of mistakes, and as assistant, you know, as you do, you know, make some, you know, clangers as we call it, you know, screw yeah, ups, frapping about. No man, I made some big, costly, expensive like mistakes. What? Ooh, like what? Let's go through. What did you do? Yeah, automotive photography, busy commercial shoot. Did you crash the car? No man. <laughs> worse. Worse. <laughs> yeah. What? You well, worse. Worse for the photographer. Because, um, you know, it's 4.5, shooting 4.5 yeah. or 5.4. Yeah, you guys call it 4.5, we call it 5.4, but shooting 4.5. And uh, there's a lot of film, a lot, a lot of dark slides going on, you know. And um, as an assistant, I was changing film. You know, it's like hands in bags, notches, starting yeah. out filming, oh, yeah, right. changing over, emptying a stack, filling a stack, two bags. And I gave a stack of 12 slides back to the photographer, and we loaded them up, shot 24 shots, took them back, went to empty them, no film. Ooh. No yeah. filming any of them, so 24 shots of nothing. Um, so, of course, in automotive, in those days, you're moving light in between shots and everything and moving everything to get those 24, and, man, that was, ex that was hours. expensive. Was he pissed? Very. Yeah. Did make a mistake again, man. No. Didn't work for him again, probably, did you? Uh, not for very long. <laughs> 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 no, nah, he, was, he was all right. Did actually. he give you a good whacking? 
Yeah, not not the kind I like either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that happened. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that was it. You know. So but you, he didn't fire you though. No, not not right away. No, it's. <laughs> <laughs> he made him suffer, and no, then he yeah, fired him. Yeah, it's, it's, I think at that age, yeah, we, we kind of don't need you anymore. I didn't really take the whole board as being fired, but no, it, it was all right. No, it was good. It was, um, yeah, I guess I was fired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you were all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it was. It wasn't like till um, ten months, eleven months, a year later. So I mean, things across the industry had moved a little bit as well, and the business had changed. So maybe it was, you know, what it was. But uh, yeah, I made other you know, mistakes changing a lens in a 5.4 and uh, different cameras at Linhoff and you know, the toys that I was using had two latches on the lens plate and Linhoff only had one. So it's six feet high. I flipped one latch, went around to flip the other. By the time I got around to try, but yeah, it had already it's fallen out. Yeah, <laughs> on the floor. You know, when you get those moments, it's slow motion of one of those no moments. Managed to bounce it off my foot, but the, as it hit the floor, it was the the lens hood, the lens element that did hit the floor, and it just. Bend, bend the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. So you make a lot of mistakes when you. Uh, yeah. You know. well, right. Yeah, but the nice thing about it was somebody else's equipment, not yours. <laughs> yeah, good point. Right. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Believe I, me, I've had plenty of assistance. I don't have to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not coming out of my pocket. You don't pay me nothing. <laughs> yeah. So when did you open your own studio and start shooting for yourself? Um, from there, I went to work for a uh, design agency. Um, went into there, I was sort of low, low level in the floor because. Where I lived at the time, you couldn't go straight into the industry. It's, it's not central London. So um, I went into that, and that actually led to me meeting more clients and magazine clients and advertise, uh, ad agencies and things. So I built up a, a good customer base, a good right. relationship. And um, as I was already shooting my own work, little bits and pieces, I then started picking up magazine commissions and doing six-page spreads and editorials and things, and, and it was born from there, really. So I uh, found out the people thing was definitely for me. Um, should have realized that early on, really, and uh, concentrated on that. But, um, That's actually one of the really nice things about working for somebody else, which really doesn't happen anymore. I mean, that that kind of the days of apprenticeship have, in many ways, gone by the wayside. But mm -hmm. that was a great opportunity to build relationships on your own, yeah. and for people to get to know you and kind of trust you. So when you do go out and hang your own shingle, you've already got a reputation established for yourself, mm. which is kind of nice. Where does that come from? Hang your own shingle? <coughs> Why would you just hang one shingle? It's not a UK thing, that's for sure. You gotta, there's a many shingles. I, where it comes from, I, I honestly believe it comes from the roofing industry. Matt, from can you finally do something? <laughs> using a shingle and painting there. You hang through the yeah. whole fucking thing. <laughs> you, you're guessing right no, now. No, I believe it. It comes from the you, roofing when industry. When you say I a, believe, from roofers using a shingle to to paint a sign on and hang it up outside. Mm. And so you paint your name on a shingle and that's yeah like that's gary's roofing company you would paint on a shingle and hang it so people knew that you were gary's roofing why would you company. put it on a shingle <laughs> because you're a roofer and you have shingles but yeah. why would that become a sign and not <clears throat> i'm so glad i'm seeing this side of the table <laughs> you have to deal with this shit every day every fucking day <laughs> every of my day. life <laughs> It's amazing I haven't committed suicide at this point. <laughs> but I'm surprised you haven't gone completely grey, Rob. Yeah, well, I know. It's coming in my beard, though. It's really happening fast. What's that? He's coming in your beard, what? Oh, God. <laughs> Damn. Wayne Johns went there. I am oh, getting grey. Are you named beard, after yeah. John Wayne? Yeah. Is there, is there a... Yeah. Really? Uh, so yeah. Tell me that story. 
I heard a little bit about this three, last night. Your brothers. Three, three elder asshole brothers. Is so how did your brothers name you? That's yeah, that's didn't your yeah. parents have any control in this household? Uh, my mum must have just been broken off a rest on gas or something I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got my, my brothers uh, I got three elder brothers you know and the next youngest for me is six and a half years older so uh, I'm, I'm thinking I definitely wasn't planned in the right. in the family tree because all my brothers are a year apart in age and all their birthdays are in August you know I'm, I'm six and a half years behind and in June right. <laughs> <laughs> whoops yeah. whoops <laughs> milkman delivered double cream that day yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> it took me like five seconds to fully get that joke. <laughs> but you got it, which yeah. is good. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I was born, I was born in 72. So uh, John Wayne was still very popular back then. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, having the name of Johns to begin with, um, I guess they saw him a lot on TV at a young age and went, man, that'll be so cool to be name Wayne that Jones. little shit. <laughs> Wayne Johns. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I don't know if that's a true reason, man, but that's what I've always believed and they've never denied it, so... They've never denied it. No. <laughs> hey, John Wayne was very cool. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that. I it mean, wasn't his real name, though, was it? Marion, wasn't it? Marion was his real name. Yeah, that wouldn't be. Well, look, they didn't name you Marion Jane. Yeah, so you got that, that going for you. Yeah, that's that would that. terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it was cool, but the funny thing, like, I, if you don't know if you remember from last night, but the. What was that supposed to mean? The translation. <laughs> Hold on, let me, let me think back. Oh, I can remember, but you may not. <laughs> um. Is that the translation of Wayne actually means wagon maker? How, oh, does, yeah. how much does that yeah. suck? I mean, that's, that's really sort of tied that package wagon up. Wagon maker? Wagon maker, yeah. Mm. That's the translation, apparently. Who knew? So, John Wayne, wagon maker, yeah. Gary actually translates into caravan maker, <laughs> 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 which, which I lived in last night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one listening is going to understand. Has, no. has, so has he got lots of velvet? Last night. <laughs> if people last night was St. Patty's Day, and we went out, and uh, I let my hair down. And literally, literally. When, literally. <laughs> when I wear my hair down, it's it's long. It's at my shoulders, and out the back, it looks like I have a mullet. Because you're wearing, wearing a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a hat. It's a, more of a skullet than True. a mullet. mullet. But and it's all party. And yeah. all party. a Jaguar print. That's the same. Don't, don't forget the clothing. Yeah. yeah. So it, I went full, and then everyone was calling me and the hat. Skid don't, Rock. Don't yeah. forget the hat, man. Because you did. You really yeah. resemble Kid Rock. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we had a great time last night. We sang awesome. We sang uh, Happy Birthday to St. To St. Patty. Patty's. In and, many uh, accents. In many accents. <laughs> yeah. And, and then Batman showed up. Wayne got his camera out. Have you, have you looked at these photos? Are they good? Man, they're bad. What? They're bad, bad in a good way. I yeah, hope. yeah, for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, That's I've leverage. got those images of my camera guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want to see him. I, I was expecting you to walk yeah. in with him today. Do, do, do you know what? You know, you know, visually as photographers, just just getting a, a little bit serious. You know, you look at a scene, you go, yeah, you know, your settings, ISO. You, I mean, there's only ten thousand ISO in that space last night. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, yeah, back to the fun. So you're shooting. They looked around right on the back of the camera, though. I was like, oh, how long have you been shooting that Fuji medium format? That's a uh, since, since it came out. I was part of the testing process with Fujifilm on that, yeah, and the prototype testing you and love the it. feedback and stuff. Yeah, I love it, man. Yeah, 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 really love how it. How did that relationship come about with you and Fuji? Because you're one of the ambassadors, correct? Correct. I am a Fujifilm ambassador here in the UK. Um, that, that's strange. It's funny because obviously I'm at the photography show you know, uh, this past couple of days. And one of my seminars has been my X journey, journey with the X series from the inception of the X, X Pro 1. 
and um, I bought that. Is this a rangefinder style, very nostalgic, you know, yeah, kind, kind of thing? Camera. And I had a Leica M9 at the time, which I used to carry around, all manual focus. As you know, the eyesight starts differing when you get a bit older, and yeah, the menu gets harder to read. Yeah, and with yeah. the with the like when you stick it in sort of portrait mode, it, the, the overlay would disappear in direct sunlight, and I just couldn't be stuffed with trying to focus anymore. So picked up the X Pro One as a fun camera, and just loved the image quality out of that the X Trans sensor in there and the, the lenses. It was great. So very filmic, if you can sort of relate to that. Very filmic quality, mm-hmm. and I went, wow, that's really nice. And then it was it wasn't commercial, but it's just for fun. And of course they started introducing the X-T1, which is DSLR style, a um, little bit more serious, started shooting it, and that was a 16 megabit, and it was knocking my Canon 5Ds off the chart completely for image quality and color accuracy and lens quality and everything else. So I naturally progressed through to X-Pro2, X-T2, and then obviously medium format GFX. So Fuji saw me using the X-T1 um, in commercial work and um, they sort of saw that. And we're actually, I think they were a bit surprised. They that couldn't believe it. A commercial they? photographer <laughs> was using it literally commercially, right. you know, for ad campaigns and things like that. And uh, then they approached me and said, you know, hey, you know, we've seen your work, commercial work, and, um, you know, would you, would, you, would you like to come and have a chat and become an ambassador? So uh, I said, yeah, hell yeah. yeah, of course, you know, and then been part of everything else as it's, as it's come along, really. So what are your obligations of being an ambassador? Um the good thing, and this is why I, I respect Fuji in a way, is that you've you've actually got to buy and own the kit before they're interested in you, and not all the free loaners like that want to go. Hey, give me a camera, and I'll give you. Sounds like a sales tactic. Give you content. Part. Yeah, but I can understand because so many people want free kit, you know, and I don't get free kit. That's that's that's, that's not true. You know, I still have to buy my own gear. Yeah, begrudgingly, you know, because yeah, medium right. format's not cheap. Huh? No, it's not cheap. Yeah, no, not no. cheap. So. I still have to buy my own gear, but people still are under the illusion that we, we get free gear. We don't. Yeah, we have to buy it all. We get a discount, but we still have to buy it. So I respect that, that they say that you have to be interested in the products and that it works for you as a product, as a photographer, and that's why you fell in love with it. Then we can be interested in your work. But if you just want to come to us for free gear, and then yeah, you're not yeah. interested. So, yeah. yeah. There's a wave of photographers that approach these yeah. companies like yeah. just like hey i've got x amount of followers that yeah that means i get something free from you or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. if you send me i'll test it for you and give you some content it's like man we've got as much content as we need you know yeah, yeah. and the content we want not the content we don't want is there a fuji instax ambassador program because i feel like i definitely <laughs> qualify for that yeah i can I'd see spend, from the table oh God, it's been yeah. thousands seriously man i mean i Thousands of I'm, dollars. I'm surprised how that's just see our exploded, wall. hasn't it? Instax. Our wall is incredible. We have, a, we have a wall of probably close to a thousand photos, meticulously placed with Seriously. Chinese magnets on this huge metal wall at the at the studio. It's almost full. It is. Wow. It might be pretty close after this trip. Almost. It's a 14 foot wall. Jeez, yeah. really? 14 yeah. high, probably 12. It's 12 wide. Yeah. 14 by 12. I mean, the size of them, man. That's that's a that's a lot of Instax. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of money, actually. We've yeah. wasted on a bunch of that's shitty It's invested in <laughs> <laughs> shitty shots. He was like, look at this. Yeah. yeah. I did work. Let's do it again. I oh, have, shit. <laughs> no, he's doing I it probably, on purpose. I'm making a book on Rob. It's called... How, how big is this book? It's called Unexpected. Because <laughs> he hasn't Wait, I didn't been... Know, I didn't know it had a title. Well, I just named it just now. Wow, awesome. And it's unexpected <laughs> because he never <laughs> expected, anyway. expected any of the photos to happen. There's a whole bunch in Brazil... Uh, hey, that's worth sharing. Everywhere. A, yeah. Are they, are, they, are they worth sharing, you know what I mean? 
Yeah. That's kind of ah, okay. That's kind of shots. They're huh? terrible. I, I take pride in taking the worst possible candid shots of people, and that's my style on Instax. They they say you have to specialize in something. I specialize in taking shit. terrible Instax. You just call it and shit shots, maybe. But he does it with pride. I mean, yeah. it's, and he actually sets out to do this. It's intentional and yeah. it's thought out and it's planned. Yeah, to make Ever, horrible yeah. images. That's so, so you actually he's like the, the anti photographer, kind of like the antichrist. <laughs> he's yeah, the yeah, anti photographer. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying actually you you put that much effort into planning in shooting a real shit shot? Yeah, because it's, it's trickery. It's an it's actual amazing. moment. You have no time to prepare for it. I don't want you trying to doctor up and give me a fake <laughs> smile. You're gonna you're gonna get it from down low. You're gonna have a double chin. And <laughs> you're not gonna see that shit coming. Hey man, you can get that from me straight on. <laughs> double chin. <laughs> you can get a double chin. <laughs> what angle can I give this fucker a double chin? <laughs> Maybe that's what we call it. Double chin. Double unexpected chin. Well, I'm, I'm glad you said that, you know, because I, I shot GFX last night. Now that's not shitty quality. You know, I had some low angles in that camera last night, you know, and I've still got those on my on my system. So there might be some double chins in there, you know, and I, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I wasn't in front of the lens, so I can't wait to see those images. It was, it was <laughs> Batman. It was Batman. That was weird. Bat, yeah. yeah. Sanjay, who was on our podcast uh, yesterday as well, just randomly shows up as as we're sitting Batman. down in these epic leather kind of like, you know, vintage chairs. They're restoration hardware. It's their airplane series. Yeah. Is it seriously? Yeah. That, that chair that you pulled You knew over, exactly that was, where that chair yeah, was that's from? Yeah, that's like one of their signature pieces. They have that whole, they do desks. Oh, they that's your go-to yes. poop magazine is Restoration Hardware, isn't it? I see, <laughs> I see walking into the bathroom for 45 minutes. Well, it was Highlight and then until Restoration Hardware came out and then, yeah. That, that chair that you pulled up, that was a cool chair. It's pretty cool. It's heavy as hell. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you had to pick it up, you know, all sprightly in it. Ah, oh, yeah, I herniated on that one. <laughs> I thought I heard a bit of a noise. It was a bit of a pop, yeah, <laughs> yeah. On that lift. I'm, I'll be having surgery in three weeks. <laughs> All right, back to Wayne Johns. Yeah, and your and your work. Yes. What, what does your average week look like? What are you What are you shooting for? Who are your clients? Yeah, my my now, my current business model is changing, as we as we speak, and I, I've made changes to my career now. So. My clients were people like Marie Claire, L'Oreal, Vogue, Adidas, Coca-Cola, Next, who are a big fashion yeah. brand over here. Um, well, in Europe, not over here, sorry. In, in Europe. Um, um, hair, hair manufacturing product, hair product. Those sort of things over the weaves. years. Huh? Weaves. Weaves. Shooting the weave campaigns. Yeah, yeah maybe not so much that. But <laughs> color, maybe. All the, all the beautiful stuff. Yeah. <laughs> And um, now you're going to go into shooting terrible portraits of people with double Yeah, chins. I'm going to concentrate on shit shots. It's going to be yeah. a new book title. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, don't steal my name, hey. John Waynes. Yeah, true. true. John, John Waynes. So <laughs> I've, um, <laughs> uh, I have a connection with John Waynes. I have a, a huge John Wayne <laughs> tattoo. I wondered where you were going with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I have a connection with you, John Waynes. That's that, I'll, you, I'll take that across the pond. <laughs> will you get a tattoo of Wayne Johns? Ah, maybe I'll pay for hey. it. Will you? If you? Yeah, if you get a picture of him, we need to get him in a compromised. I'll, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll photograph that if you have that tattooed on you for sure. <laughs> no, Rob will have to. All right, so him. yeah, I'm not getting it. All right, so <laughs> new business. Where model. are you going to be now? Yeah, yeah so doing? obviously commercially, I've been you know ha- hammering the commercial world for for 25 years. Now I had a, a bit of a blip. About how old was I? About 20, I was 29 at the time. I'm, I mean, you know, no, I, I'm 45 now, so I was 29 at the time, and um, it, it, I lost my career for about seven years, 
So prison um, will do that. <laughs> that is a blip. Stay off the drugs, kid. No. Um, um, unfortunately, I, I contracted meningitis when I was about twenty-eight-ish. You know, really? Yeah. It's just no, how? Don't know. It, it was the. Uh, I mean, there's two types. You got sort of the biological version, and um, what do you call the other one? Lost it. Whatever the other one is. The biological is a more serious, you know. I mean, I've got a, a, a friend who's um, a Paralympian who I photograph for the Paralympics and things. You know, he had meningitis when he was a kid, when he was like 15 years old, and he lost both his legs tw- in two stages and lost all his fingers and you know, oh nearly God, killed him. Serious, serious, you know. So he's, he's back in the Paralympics, training for the Paralympics at the moment, but <coughs> mine wasn't the serious, the serious kind. And um, I, I only noticed it just sort of getting really sort of sensitive eyes and top of my head was getting you could pat it it was fine but if you touch it gently it was so painful it was getting very tender so on checkups they went yeah man straight into hospital it's you know, the blood poisoning of the brain is sort of taking over wow and so, <coughs> so i was really ill with that and um i lost lost about two stone in um in two weeks what is that oh in stones um about 28 28 30 pounds 30 wow. pounds in two weeks what is meningitis exactly it's a poisoning of the blood so it sort of starts destroying the system and all the blood cells, and then your skin starts dying. Is and the, going it, black. the blood is turning on itself, like literally? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I at that age and the shock of it, I never knew exactly what it was. But right. so that that hit me for that, and then just to uh, you know throw an extra spanner in the works when I finally got back and a bit better from that. Obviously, a lot lost a little bit of my career, um, and then uh, I ended up with a spinal injury. And that's that's the one that took me out of the industry for nearly seven years. What six, happened? Seven years. Parachuting, and oh. uh, break your back. Pulled a ripcord. No, man, I'm joking. I'm pulling you like that. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to boast it was something really manly and serious. You can. No, man, it wasn't. You can lie to us. Can I? Okay, yeah, yeah. I was jumping out of a plane. Yeah, scrub that bit. Yeah, I was jumping out of a plane when I yeah you know pulled a chute, didn't come out, and I landed through some trees and hit the deck. And no, Jesus no, man. I'm Christ. Yeah. <laughs> no. What was your airspeed when you hit the ground? Uh, too fast. <laughs> <laughs> well boy yeah um no i literally i just turned over in bed one night man that was it never never knew it was there so um oh my god wait that turned into the weakest story you rolled over in bed yeah and hurt yourself i know it's it's so, yeah, so limp the, dude, the airplane parachuting thing is much better yeah yeah how do okay. you do well, how did how does that work were you just so weak from the meningitis that it no they weren't related not related at all no that was the strangest oh. thing so i don't know if the meningitis then who else brought, was in bed with you just me, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Big callousism. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I turned over in bed one night, and um, next thing you know, it's like being plugged into the mains, man. I had this bolt of lightning on my spine. It hit me in the back of the head, and my brain was going to explode, and, and then I just couldn't breathe, and then this whole, my whole system went into spasm. I was getting shocks like every two, three, four seconds, but it would just lock, lock you up. It, the most immense pain I've had in my life. Wow. So um, what was that? I had damage in the whole top half of my spine that I just never knew I had. Wow. Yeah, sucks. What did they do to correct it? Um, it, t- it took hold of me early on. Then I was in, in our hospital for a long time and obviously couldn't work. And um, I just couldn't get over these spasms. It was just, uh, I mean, in, in a pain point of view, I got up quite a high pain threshold. That sounds quite wrong, actually. Doesn't no, no. That. Um, and I would rather four grown men beat me with bits of wood than go through the kind of pain that that would fire up the central nervous system because I've yeah. never been through. It, it would literally, your face would go red, your eyes would burst water, and then you couldn't breathe. That's called crying. Yeah. 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 But it was instant. Is it that was like an instant it? no control. My eyes were bursting water. <laughs> yeah. 
The man's the man. The, man, the man's the man's Yeah, what's wrong? Not only my eyes are just leaky. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens in the UK when you're working as a photographer and then something like that medically happens? Is there support from the you know the government or like do you rely on national health service? Nation- yeah, well, we, we, we're lucky we got national health. Yeah, of course. Obviously, it doesn't pay you an income, but obviously, medical you don't pay any medical bills. You looked after with the. Is that for everyone nature. over here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. When yeah. I lived in London, I. I I screwed up my ankle really badly. They took so no matter no matter what you come down with, no matter who just, you are, just as long go as you ho- have a just British go to hospital, man. Yeah, just go to hospital. Wow, and is it pretty good service? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it's the regular service that you would that you guys have to pay for in, in the you know in, in, in the US, man. Yeah, That's if you need crazy. brain surgery, you have brain surgery. If you need a limb amputated, you have a limb amputated. You know, it's, if you need a heart replacement, that you have sounds a heart nice, replacement. Rob. How do we get that? Uh, we vote the Republicans out how we get it because they have no interest in doing that whatsoever. No. They're let's, turn, the let's not turn this into a political oh, I, could, <laughs> I could do facts and figures right now if you want. No, you cannot. Hey, did we ever figure out what yeah. the hell yeah. the shingle is? Um, what did you say? Oh, from the roofing industry way, 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 way yeah, back. Yeah. yeah, well, I know shingles are part of a roofing product, yeah. yeah. Uh, it yeah. dates back from the early 1800s. Actually, lawyers at first, um, and then later doctors and other businessmen. They, they would, would use hang, a shingle. They would hang a shingle as their signboard. Yeah, and they would write their name on it. Yeah. That, but it that, wasn't that roofers. That was almost. That was, no, it wasn't roofers. But that was almost word for word in description, Rob, as well that you you gave. You know, God, you're like a safe full of facts. I'm like an encyclopedia of all kinds of factoids. God damn, Rob, you were like <laughs> you're like this big ass no. book full of like you're like the internet of facts. That's Rob right. Grimm is like the internet. I feel so Only, so only not I'm worthy. faster. He's like the, he's <laughs> Rob Grimm's like the analog internet. <laughs> I feel so not worthy to be at this table right now. <laughs> it's okay. You can, you can grace my presence. Yeah. And I'm all, all right. right. So <laughs> yeah. let's hear the comeback story after you're, you're getting okay, yeah. better I mean, comeback. It, it hear me bad. I, I mean, it got, it got to the degree I, I couldn't. I was, I was bad for a long time. I, I couldn't walk for nearly nine months. And it got to the stage oh, where they thought I was going to be paralyzed. So... Um, yeah, that was tough times, tough times. You know, I mean, I was I was very active. I was quite quite a well-built guy. I was quite fit. I used to do a lot of martial arts. I used to ride motorbikes, and I was very fit and healthy. And uh, man, it just went down the drain completely. Do you think it was something to do with martial arts? No, they say it was um, something from early development. So um, you know, rough upbringing. It's just three other bro- older brothers that were being. Yeah, yeah no, it's uh, riding you down the yeah, stairs. Yeah, <laughs> ru- ru- they, they put it down to a rough upbringing at a young age before the body was developed and it was put under a lot of strain and stuff. It's damaged the bones and the the, the huh. uh, cartilage in between and things like that. So all my discs are ha- less than half the thickness they should be from about here up. So I'm damaged from about. I mean, I know they can't see you, but from about mid chest level, up. it's called T8 thoracic section mm-hmm. eight. About from C3, just just from below the top of the neck so yeah about nine months and uh you know my my uh, my partner now, now my wife but um you know we don't we don't be together less than a year as well oh. you know and she had to wash me and dress me she stuck with uh, you just mad, a mess I'd, yeah <laughs> I, was a, I was a right mess yeah. yeah i don't know why she did that actually that's fair play to her you know, she yeah. deserves the credit but of course you know in in the day obviously digital was was coming in and the world was changing the industry was changing and then you know i was ill for so long and um in and out of hospital a lot, and they wouldn't operate because of the risk factor. Because it was so close to the brain at that stage, and whatever. So I had to just, you know, suck it up with painkillers and treatment for a few years to try and get self back. But when somebody come back to work, your industry, man, that's just moved on. Seriously, it's gone. Right. You know. Yeah, you cannot 
be idle or sit still yeah. or sit on the sidelines. Especially in digital as yeah, well. Yeah, it's going it's going to go yeah. past you. You have to be in it. Yeah, and there's no commitment by clients anymore either, is it? Do you find? No. Find oh it? my God, yeah. there's no commitment. Shit, there's, there's no commitment at all. Well, first of all, photographers have always kind of been the flavor of the day. Yeah. Right. There's there's a, almost a um, a popularity contest where clients will find a photographer and other clients will latch on to that photographer. They become popular, mm. um, but they can very quickly fall out of favor. If you were a flavor, what would you be, Rob? Oh, God. Raspberry Ripple. I can see him as a Raspberry <laughs> Ripple. <laughs> Rob Raspberry Ripple. Grim. Yeah, I was thinking it was something more bubblegummy, but I'm not a bubblegummy. Bubble that's bubble even worse kind of than Raspberry yeah. Ripple. Oh, that, I thought that's where you were going to go. Sprinkles? <laughs> You'd be birthday cake, let's be honest. Nah. I'd be like angel <laughs> birthday cake. Confetti. I'd be something good, but something kind of, you know, not too extravagant. Yeah. I might be a German chocolate cake. Yeah. It's a German uh, chocolate cake. I yeah. like a German cake. <laughs> Bit bitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the comeback story. Yeah, comeback. So, yeah, basically, you know, I mean, uh, the hardship of it, I remember phoning past clients, magazines, ad agencies, and going, hey, yeah, uh, just to, hey, it's Wayne, Wayne Johns, you know, used to work with you, and just let you know I'm back, you know, and uh, yeah, at this moment, your heart sinks when you get the response of, uh, yeah, so- sorry, who are you? Man, no, no knowledge, no recognition, you think. Fuck, you know, and you got to start all over again. Yeah, you do. And that's what I had to do. I had to reinvent myself and make myself known all over again in in what was then a fast-moving, fast-paced industry and digital technology coming through. Because I was already on digital then anyway, and it was moving at such a pace, and everybody was becoming a bloody photographer, as you know. Yeah, and at that time too, ev- cameras were turning over every six months. Yeah, the the technology was moving so fast. If yeah. you bought something in January. In July, it yeah. was outdated. Yeah, L- outdated. fact check that. Re- fact check that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. In the early, early bit of, of digital, mm. particularly in the '90s, the the pace at which CCDs were changing was crazy. Yeah. Isn't that like, look, still look the same the, now? Look, no, look no. on the shelf. Remember that that uh, um, that Kodak that I have uh, up there? Yeah. You know, which was what two point three megapixels. Was it DCS. 40, yeah, DCS. Yeah, DCS. Yeah, the Kodak yeah. DCS. Two point three megapixels. I think it was forty thousand dollar yeah, camera. Yeah. Attached to a SCSI cord. Yeah. Boom. Like every six months, something yeah. would come out and yeah. beat that thing. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah I know exactly the same same. How is yeah. that no different than now? Every six months, there's a camera with more ISO megapixels. Uh, now it's mirrorless. Yeah, not every six months though. I mean, uh, I think manufacturers are trying to at least put a two year lifespan on yeah. things and give you a bigger development rather than lots of little ones, unless they're Canon, of course, and you know, they're just throwing lots of plus yeah, the, the steps yeah. at that time they were so much bigger because you you did you went from a two megapixel camera yeah. to like a twelve megapixel yeah, camera yeah, yeah. to like a twenty four megapixel camera, but also the the difference in sensitivity, I, those early cameras like the the Nikon D one, um, which was a pretty decent camera. Man, if you look back at those files, they were so red and the color rendition was so awful. But then you look at a camera that came out. By Nikon, you know, yeah. a year later, and the color tonality was so much improved. Yeah. Um, it's just you know, it's the beginning of a it's the beginning of a new industry, and at, at the beginning, that's where the steepest curves are made. That mm. you know, the, the biggest the biggest leaps. Hap- yeah. yeah. Now they've hit that plateau <coughs> of refinement, and exactly, yeah. and that's where we are. Yeah. We're in a refinement stage. Yeah, definitely. Same yeah. thing with storage. Like, how mm. small can we make yeah, a SD terabyte? SD yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, or SD cards. I mean, they're massive. I've now. I've heard we've hit basically a wall with storage and it's not going to get they're not going to make any more as drastic of improvements in storage okay. they've just hit a complete wall with how small they can make something yeah well don't make any smaller and it's 
You can't see it with middle-aged eyes. You can't see it. So, all right. So, question for both of you. Where do you predict cameras will be in five years if we're starting to just refine it? How are they going to... How are they going to keep staying current? We just hit mirrorless. What's yeah, going to be after mirrorless? One, I think mirrorless is going to become more prevalent. Yeah. Um, I think that medium format is going to get bigger in terms of being... Bigger format. No, in terms of being <laughs> becoming more popular. And yeah, because it's, it's, it's going to start, start to really compete with the DSLR yeah. because, the Why, shape, because the shape of the DSLR yeah. is now becoming the shape of the medium format camera. That, I mean, you, you guys should have been in my seminar. I mean, I had visuals of this uh, with... My DSLR, my GFX compared to use other hand gesture, formats, hand gesture, on. and yeah, <laughs> it's size wise. Yeah. <laughs> but I had it in amongst a, you know a 5D and a Nikon, and the, the right. GFX was smaller than a 5D right. and a Nikon. You know, but you put that 5D between a, um, a Hasselblad H4 and a, a Pentax 645, you know, typical mirrored system, and it's super tiny. So already the GFX weighs just over 800 grams. It's lighter than the 5D4. So we're getting to the point where the medium format is, you know, taking 12 frames a second and has the same no. capabilities. Yeah. No. no, that's that's the but difference. We will get there. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Currently, you, you uh, say no though. Um, it's not, not shooting right 12 frames. No, 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 no I'm saying that. that's, oh, that's where medium format's going. Um, um, yeah, because same capabilities. I'm, uh, I think it probably will because you know they're, in, they're improving the processors and the processing power, right. which obviously you know, is what what powers your, your sensor yeah. and things and, and gets that imagery through. So honestly, I think the company to watch like for the for trends is Hasselblad yeah. uh, because of what they're doing compared to Fuji and and particularly with Sony. Like Sony might actually be the company because they're making so many of the. Chips, the, right. the chips. Mm. Why Hasselblad though? They seem the least <coughs> innovative. Yeah. Well, I, I I say that because of. So look you at just this want to be different. No, yeah. look at this. Uh, he wants to create a debate. Here we go. Uh, the least Warm innovative up, company. Watch yeah. them. Yeah, they're a DJI. It, it's now, not right. so much that I want you to watch them. I want you to watch the changes in them because mm. if you look at them, they got that his, DJI Historically, money they've been the leader in medium format in a large, giant bread box with a mirror that goes whoop yeah. And it How's sends it goes pat and it sends this vibration <laughs> and it fucks everything up and it's huge and it's monstrous. <laughs> I think they go to mine out and see if it still makes right. that pat. No, I so never have mine do that. It does. It's a it's a big slap. So you look at that compared to how they have to compete against every other company. Yeah. And you look at what Sony's doing, and Sony's driving them. Oh, so and yeah. DJI is driving them. Yeah. I think you're gonna see companies like that make huge changes. And the the medium format is gonna become more of a DSLR. Mm. And DSLRs are gonna go, oh, wait a minute, that's a monstrous sensor in a body exactly like mine. Mm. And the price is gonna come down. So DSLRs are then gonna step up. Yeah. Cha- it's all changing. Can you fact check that? He cannot because it's future. <laughs> future, yeah. <laughs> future fact check. That's the joke, guys. Guess what? Welcome to comedy. Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was comedy. Ah, I get it. Let me know that down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it is going to change. And uh, yeah, medium format, I mean, the biggest thing is it's becoming affordable. I mean, right. you know, you take a, you know, a 1DS Mark II or a Nikon, I'm not so familiar with Nikon D5X. Is that the flagship D5? Something. Yeah, something I think like it that. is somewhere. Yeah, there. I mean, yeah. you know, their bodies are in the UK uh, in, in pounds, about you know, around five and a half grand a right. body. That's not far from where Hasselblad and Fuji are, or, or Pentax. Pentax yeah. is nine thousand dollars for a yeah. new format camera. Yeah, but a Fuji GFX is five nine nine five. Yeah, that's incredible. That's like 
400 quid, 400 pounds difference right. in medium format. The House right. of Light X1D, so their, their mirrorless, is still around eight and a half thousand. Yeah. And they've still got problems with the thing. Man. Of course they do. You know. So what I mean, I can say that because I used to be a Hassi, a Hassi guy. I'm not right. dishing them because I'm Fuji. I came from a long line of Hassi. I was a House of Light master in the 2012 or 10 or 11. Yeah, I, I love Hassi. I've been shooting yeah. it a long time. Although, yeah. you know, I mainly shoot Sony now. Yeah, um, of course. I, yeah, yeah, I see, looking yeah. for different things. So. I, I say, you know, I say look at Hasse yeah. because they're probably the, the company that, that has to make the most changes. Oh, they certainly have to make the most changes right. there. Yeah, even with their current one, I think it's still way behind already. And there's only two mirrorless medium format brands on the market, right. Right? them and Fujifilm. I yeah. feel like we haven't gotten to the comeback story yet. Oh. Have we? What's that? Well, we didn't Where define we? what you were doing when you had oh, to, like, shit, yeah. redefine we who you were. Yeah. What, what were you doing? Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah. Rob keeps Good. derailing Yeah, man, that threw me off in a spiral, and I yeah. even forgot Wait, what you asked me questions, we I answered them. How did I derail? <laughs> Stop being so defensive, Rob. Jeez. He's a co-host. Ah, no, you're touchy today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Over there fraffing about. So, yeah, because, uh, so over the years, I've been an ambassador for a few brands. So, Fujifilm, an ambassador, was... Uh, <laughs> Rest, rest in peace. Bowen's lighting. I was an ambassador for Bowen's. Oh, yeah. they're, they're gone now. I thought uh, someone bought them in their yeah, skin. A, and a, no, Aurelius are an investment company in Germany, and they, they bought the Bowen's Calumet bubble because Bowen's Calumet and Calumet too. were owned by yeah, yeah. The, only the Calumet group, Europe, no. owned yeah. both. Okay. Yeah, So Aurelius bought them, and they were interested in the, the stores of Wex, but the, uh, the stores of Calumet, but the business of Wex, because they bought Wex out as well at the mm -hmm. same time. They've got all the Wex sales and customer service, but all the stores of Calumet. Uh, but they were interested in uh, retail and things, but they weren't interested in production and products, so they just shut Bowen's down, basically. They'll probably say it differently, but I know. Right. Yeah, I know that's how it was. It, really. it seems yeah. like they a screwed bad investment. They screwed yeah, everyone it, it over. Sounds like, it sounds like a retail. waste of money. Yeah. And like big box retail or online retail? Um, well, Wex were on online retail, and they they were massive. Massive. They had such Is a, that a good customer Is that the B&H of Europe, Wex? I guess, yeah, yeah, I guess so. So, um, and Calumet had a lot of stores, but they were losing the business just because of the business model. And I guess Aurelius saw the advantage of merging the both and buying it all out, but then getting rid of what they weren't interested in, production, yeah. So they were gone, and um, uh, last year I, I actually was invited by Ari. Um, I was invited as one of 12 photographers in the world to be invited as an ambassador for Ari Lighting, so for Ari Film, which you know I feel quite an honor, really. Because Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome because they're they're trying to you know direct more towards stills Gary, and maybe have you sky have you panels sky yeah sky panels, panels. Have I've you, got have you I've got a limited edition one with my name engraved on it guys shut the f song? up yeah I you right. have a sky panel with your name yeah. engraved on it I, asshole as part of <laughs> yeah. you love me more now yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah you love me panels. yeah <laughs> you're amazing yeah when um they they invite us over to Milan uh, for for five days uh, for what they call it you know Ari symposium. There was twelve photographers, and they had the you know the new S the, the three hundred and sixty sky panel, which mm. is a beast, so big. And when I checked into my hotel Wait, what's room, the three hundred and sixty sky panel. You not seen it? Man, it's huge. Is that that's just the big? I mean, you can see the arm size. It, it's it's like this. You can there's, giant. There's cameras here. Oh yeah, of course, yeah, but yeah, you can see. I've got it with me. I don't have one of those. They're they're, they're big. Um, but, you know, I was shooting Milan with that sort of just after midday out in out, outdoors, man, and just all plumbed into the batteries and just phew, immense amount of light. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful yeah. light. So I uh, checked into my hotel. As I opened my hotel room door, man, my whole room was glowing blue before I could even see what was going on. I thought, hmm. shit, what else going on? Is this like a spaceship or something in here? <laughs> it's just really freaking me out. And then as I walked in, I saw there's a, an Ari 
S30 on a on a C stand, and uh, it was that that was painting my room blue. And across, lit up with your name on it. Across the bed was a, an Ari backpack and an Ari book they put together on all us photographers, the twelve that were invited to Milan. They made a book about us and. Uh, Oh, some, you know, cool some hats and gloves and obviously my jacket, my airy jacket, the 100th, 100th edition as well, uh, centenary edition and uh, even chocolates on your pillow, man. It was, it was lush, yeah. That's so awesome. Did you have the jacket on or jacket off? <laughs> <laughs> Looked for it a while and then had to jacket off. <laughs> 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 oh, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, when I looked at it, I thought, holy shit, man, you know, whole, and then the, the USB was running to the bed and the cable was on the bed and uh, it saw the, con- the control box that comes with it and, um, when I looked at the light, I realized that they'd engraved our names on there as well, on the back of the light and on the control box separately. And, so um, cool. So there for five days, doing a lot of shooting with them on that and going through their other products and, uh, and things, getting us as different creatives. Three, I think three guys from the U.S. were there, mm-hmm. um, some film guys and some stills guys and some guys from Japan and China and, uh, and yeah, some Europe and things like that. So it was, it was cool. And then obviously they sent, you know, once we flew back, they boxed them all up and so sent them to every one of us. Are you using Constant Light for a lot of your work um i use a mix anyway especially in the fashion industry and big studios so um where i was doing film and stills um i would still use aries like the m18s and the, the you know the m uh, the, the d4s and things like that in studio and but you know with the sky panels and the l series you, you know you can dial in your leaf filters or your roscoe yeah, filter any dial it in. anything it's amazing yeah, 2800 to just over 10,000 degrees kelvin control that's crazy and it's you crazy. can program you can program them yeah yeah and you got you what? Know, what are your limitations to programming those lights with? Like I'm still patterns. To figure that out. Man. There's so much you can do in that box. Yeah, yeah. Way beyond probably what I would use in my industry. There's a lot. Of, obviously, there's a lot of film, oop, a lot of film stuff in there. You know for sure. Yeah, you, know, you can have a flickering fire or a police siren lights going off. Yeah, and you can crazy. just program that shit in there. It's obviously no good for me on stills, but you know if you're doing anything cinematic, then perfect. Yeah. And of course, it still runs off a battery with a ballast. You clip the ballast on the it back of the like light. It sounds like we'd be better off with the light than Wayne John's. <laughs> There's no question. That yeah. he, he cannot take advantage of that light the way we can. Yeah. Absolutely. Wayne, we yeah. should make a trade. It's kind of make sad trade. unfortunate. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? We should, <laughs> I, yeah. I will trade you Matt. How eager you to get that tattoo? <laughs> Which one? Yeah, like the Wayne Johns tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have Wayne Johns and John Wayne. We'll give, you, we'll give you Matt, and Gary will get a Wayne Johns tattoo <laughs> for the sky panel. Yeah, I'll loan you that for a while. Yeah, <laughs> for that. Yeah. 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 All right. Good. Cool. Cool. <laughs> 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 All right. Jacket still on or jacket yeah. off is the question, man. <laughs> yeah. So coming back to the question. Yeah. So a master of a few brands. Comeback story. Comeback story. Yeah. So uh, slow comeback. I had to build my whole industry all over again, and that was hard in the fast-moving pace that it was now. Yeah, it's been really hard. I'm not, I've never been back to where I was shooting for the biggest clients that I had because the industry was so different. Mm-hmm. And, and with uh, some companies, just uh, the industry had been watered down as well. You know, too many photographers who oh, yeah. wanting to do it for cheap or for free or, and all that shit. It really winds me up. But um, you just fight your way back. You know, I even started in, when I first came back. I even applied to assist other photographers just to get back in Holy the mainstream. Shit, really? Yeah, yeah. Was that breaking to you, or, or were you yeah. okay with it? I think I was at a bit of a desperate stage of just like, shit, man, what, you know, what do I do? It's like, right. like, it's so hard to get any of my clients back. Yeah, when you have been working for big names, too, yeah. and now you're assisting. Like, mentally, did that yeah. screw you up? I, I didn't actually get to assist. Yeah. I, I went for a day with a, a well-known fashion photographer over here, and, um, you know, he looked through my work. He goes, man, what, what, are you, what are you doing with me? He goes, you're shooting 
like work like I am and some of it's like nicer than I shoot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I'm just trying to get back in the industry. I've been screwed for years through, il- you know, illness. Uh, and then I went, it's so tough. And he went, man, you don't need me. Just just go out and shoot, shoot your own shit and just get it out there. And uh, he was right, man. Was this right. Jake Hicks? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Not the old but Jake. Jake would have said that to you. But him. you are so. friends with Jake, yeah? Yeah, yeah. It's funny because we both grew up in the same county of this country, even though we never knew each other back then. So we've You're from it. Cornhole, too? I'm from Cornhole. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm from that, that Cornhole, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't have the accent. You, have you ever heard of a Corny, you ever heard the Cornish accent? No, give Bring it to it me. Oh, I, can't, I can't do it. You, know, my bro- you can't do oh, it. You, just no, you know it. Wayne, you just don't Wayne want Wayne tees Johns. I, can't, I seriously here. can't do it. My, all my brothers have it, but I just can't do it because I've you know, moved to Give us your London. best. Give us your best. No, I can't. I seriously can't. He's going to embarrass himself. He doesn't want to do it. Yeah, even if even if it did, you wouldn't even know if it was right or wrong because I didn't even know there shit. was a Cornish. Accent. There's even a Cornish language and a Cornish flag. There's a Cornish, Cornish language Cornish and a flag. Hen? Yeah, look that. We up. know about the Cornish hen. language. <laughs> Cornish flag. So where Cornish does that language, come from? Cornish kilt. Yeah. So what what what's it? A uh, is it part of English? Like what is it? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, obviously, a Cornish side of the country is, is down on the very bottom, so it's, it's come from Celtic Celtic times. So, yeah, so they have their own tartan and their own flag and their own... Tartan? Like, yeah. What's tartan? The, the sort of kilt. Like, like, a, a, like yeah. a Scottish kilt. Oh. It's and a weave. The, the pattern, the it's weave, a, it's yeah. It's a little weave, a weave of the pattern. Yeah. Weave. Weave. A weave. A weave. Yeah, but, yeah, their own flag. It's a, it's a, black, it's a white cross with a, with a black background. It's You're not good with English history. No, I'm not. Maybe I'm not what? good with history in general. <laughs> I don't know what I had for breakfast, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have breakfast today. That's, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Maybe, maybe not. So, big question. Are you happy with where you are in the business now? It, you didn't get back to yeah. where you wanted. Yeah, I, I got back part of it. Yeah. Like I got back into the mainstream you industry. Get a free Skype bail, which <laughs> get, did you get back to the happy part? Or, you know, the good part. Yeah, I did for a while, but do you know what? You, after after you're slogging away at it for all these years, and and, and yeah. you know, this from our conversation last night, you almost get tired of the business a bit of yeah, how probably. hard the business is, yeah. especially in this modern age. And because I'm an ambassador, I do a lot of workshops and a lot of seminars and a lot of teaching and everything else. I, I really enjoy that side of it. Right. And I kind of enjoy that side of the industry and the photography as well because I get to shoot what I want and not what everyone else right. wants. So I get to re- unleash my creativity. You know, I'm shooting a couple of personal projects and books and things. And, you know, I'm shooting th- a book of 300 nudes called The Emotional Body and things like that, which are just normal everyday people, not even models. So just bringing that in and getting to shoot the stuff that you don't get to do as a... F- 300 different people? 300 different people, yeah. And just so modern-day people... Yeah, every day, yeah. I kind of wanted, I call it the emotional body because I wanted them to share an emotion in an image, whether it be true or false or made up or imaginary, just for that 125th of a second. Hmm. Talked about the pre-production going into sourcing 300 people that Mm. probably aren't used to being in front of a camera to be nude. Social media. That's the benefit of this world, social media. Yeah, put that out there. that's got to be hard still, finding 300 people that aren't uh, used to I posing t- nude. I tell you what, it, if you explain what you're doing and why and the, the purpose behind the book and the reasoning, you get a lot more interest no, no. from people um, that, you've n- that would never entertain. If you say, oh, I'm doing 300 nudes, I'd be like, eh. But you know, you put a purpose behind of why you're doing it and, and, and what the, the intro to it is, and people take a lot more interest in the artistic form. And I have people coming up who've never been nude in front of a camera before, but hey, I just want to drop barriers. Wow, that's cool. I want to show the world what having three kids looks like. Right on. You know, things like that. I've got a guy that's 80 years old. He's got Parkinson's disease, you know. He's, 
he wants to jump in front of camera because his every day is he gets up in the morning before he gets dressed he has a cup of coffee and reads a newspaper at the table and that's his shot that's him with his walking stick you know hmm. so how long would that take you to put together <laughs> if you were to shoot sort of uh two people every weekend three years wow. <laughs> how far into it are you uh just over halfway Oh, yeah. that's amazing. But because there's no, it's not for anybody. There's no time limit right. on this, so it's 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 a, it's a, a book of works. It's at uh, your leisure. Yeah, at my leisure. Yeah. So I, I definitely don't shoot leisure, two, two people. Rob, we pronounce it leisure. That's what he said. Yeah. It's like your, history. Right? Le- he said leisure. leisure. I did say leisure. Yeah. 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 Don't don't pan to him. I'm not. His language. <laughs> Soon he'll be saying Birmingham. 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 Portrait. Portrait. Hannah taught us how to say portrait. Correct. Portrait. You sound like an Aussie. Portrait. Portrait. Yeah, he spent some time in Australia, so yeah. it leans that way. I do. Yeah. I like the Australians. Yeah. They know how to party. <laughs> True. Yeah, but yeah. dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say that? Australians Australians are not dicks. They're some of the best people I've ever met. You, Rob Grimm, you're a dick. I just <laughs> Is he saying no, you fit in so well, yeah. Gary? Yeah. Yeah. So I'd be you a good Aussie. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of kid rocks in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> it's skid rock. True. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I love that side of it, and I think that's at my age as well. You know, I don't want to be hammering, hammering the industry, trying to, you know, keep keep up the workflow all the time now. So I, I want to enjoy that side of it now, right. and enjoy what I'm doing, and love doing it, and I love engaging with people, um, and I have a lot of feedback from my workshops. That are like, man, you just explain it in such a way; it was so easy for me to digest. You know, I mean, I've un- I've had that said to me before, but never understood it. But man, now I understand it. I can go away and I can do it. So you know, they're absorbing the. The um, you know, the, the 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 proper workflow behind it, and understanding photography and the craft, you know, yeah. that, that we learn in our day, and um, but in a modern way, in a modern world, but right. in a fun way. So I really enjoy that side of it. So yes, and it's nice to hear your evolution. You've you've certainly been through the ringer on this, and you've mm-hmm. come back to to the business in a different way and a new way. Yeah, uh, and found a really um, good place to be, mm. one that's kind of fulfilling for you. Yeah, that's nice. So it's in that transitional stage where I'm building all that content. You know, I've been hammered for years to do fashion workshops and beauty workshops, and obviously I've been too busy to do it. So I'm always like, yeah, sure, of course I will, yeah, sure. I think I'm three years down, three and a half years down the line now, and I'm now going, okay, it's coming now this year. Right. You know, now I've, you know, I had a, had a big contract with Next Fashion over here for a few years, and you know, I actually quit that in November and said, guys, just it's been lovely, but no more, no more. I need my time back. You know, What's Next Fashion? Uh, Next is a, a fashion retail brand That's here in the UK, so they do clothing and homewares and furniture. I mean, they're, they're the biggest here. We globally, they employ fifty-five thousand people. Good lord. So in, in this country, their head office is not in London, even though they've got lots of studios. The head office is Leicester, which is not far from here, actually. Um, and there, the, the main HQ, there's 3,500 employees on that site and 13 studios. Holy shit. You know, and we've got that's other studio sites in London, and that, that's just for fashion. That's not even the, the furniture and the home or anything. So um, I did a lot with them and helped them open new studios up there and develop some of the photo stuff for the photographers. And I brought 4K film and things to the departments for online and everything else. But... I gave them that for two days a week for two years. Um, but I was getting about 4 a.m. in the morning every Monday for What's two days. What's 4K film? 4K. 
like, oh, I thought we were talking about HD. film. Uh, oh. Video, yeah, video. Oh, Sorry, okay. yeah. Fucking video, yeah. Fucking video. So right. I was bringing that for online use I and thought things. it was something cool that I didn't know about. <laughs> I was like, shit, there was 4K <laughs> in film? <laughs> Did this guy know anything? Nah, <laughs> barely. Yeah. He likes Australians. I mean, what, yeah, it's true. Yeah, Who wouldn't guy. like Australians? They're the funnest group of people ever. <laughs> <laughs> They're the funnest group. I'm going to defend Australia till I die, because that was so, the funnest time I've ever had. I feel a bit of a, bit of a nerve. I know, there, I know some Australians that you don't like. No, that's not true. I will talk you, about you it. You name one. I will. You after name this. one. I'm not name gonna one it right, right now. now. No. Because <laughs> he doesn't. Because <laughs> so, he doesn't where, where do you want people to go to check out your work and, and what you're doing and, yeah. and your workshops and the things that, that the, you have to offer? Sure. The the workshops haven't been announced yet, so that, okay. that that'll be coming in the next few weeks. Just rounding Fabulous. a few things off. Um, my work on my website is just Wayne John's. That's it's actually Smugmug. So I'm in with Smugmug now. So yeah. Wayne John's at Smugmug.com. I've left their name in there as well for now. Don't right. go to WayneJohns.com because it still goes to the old site and it looks really shit. Ah. Right. Oh, that's don't, the don't site I'm on right now. Uh, don't I go that one. I haven't even been to your real site. Man, then. that's old. Don't go to that. No, just sorting out some issues with some of the things on there and, uh, yeah. you know, how they're sorting out for me. But, yeah, the, the, some of the other stuff's on there. It's a, a lot prettier than the old site. Don't go to the old one, please. All right. We'll do it. Oh, yeah. Um, this is way better yeah. than oh your other Oh, my God. Side. It's <laughs> night and day from what we saw. Yeah. yeah. I bet you looked at it. I wasn't going to say anything, but the other side. Seriously? The other side. Really? Come on, man. He's even not getting very many images on that old site. Wow. Yeah, this is way. John. 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 did it. Hell of a job on the new site, the Smug Mug. Yeah. You know what they're doing over there. Yeah, go over there because the image quality is better on there, so it's it's yeah. it's, a, it's a lot lot prettier. Yeah. So, YouTube definitely, Instagram, uh, everything else. I mean, but they're, they're changing all that now. Can, that sucks. Yeah. Can I volunteer, uh, Rob, for something? Yeah, cool. All right. So, I need Rob. I need this shot. You know Burt Reynolds? Mm -hmm. There's this shot of him, naked, <laughs> naked on a bear rug. That's it. Oh wow. yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> With a cowboy hat. I don't think he's wearing a cowboy hat, but he's there, and it's implied. And you don't see in, any front, of, in front of a fire. You don't see any schlong. Rob just walked out of the room. He took his headphones off. He took his headphones off. He's, he's, he's really gone. has gone. And it's he? because, it's <laughs> not because, even quietly. It's because he has. It's because no. It's because he has to pee. I just made more room. All right, so I need you to recreate yeah. that shot of him on Deal. the rug. So Deal. I'll do I've that had for free, a number man. of photographers that have volunteered to do this, but yeah. Rob, he's a bit gun shy. I don't know why. Ah. You know so. You're, this needs to be part. This could be the cover, Wayne Johns. Man, let's do it. Yeah, challenge it. accepted. Do, all right. So, how are we going to convince him to do it? How are you going to break that barrier of of someone that doesn't want to be uh, nude? Uh, but man. it's not really nude because you're it's not, not going to see any it's dong. Not, it's not really. Not, you're not going to see his ding but dong. But let's look at it this way. We 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 know he's a big fan of his his, his whiskeys, huh? So he's got a lot of those, doesn't he? A lot of collections. So we got to get him in that mood, you know. Enjoy that. That glass in front of that fire on that warm rug, get him yeah. comfortable, get yep. him relaxed. Yeah. Good to get him drunk. Yeah. <laughs> hell shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Back of it. Yeah, get him well drunk before any of that. Hell, you know? hell shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well pissed. Well pissed. <laughs> get him hammered. Yeah, get him hammered. Shots first, then. Shots, yeah. yeah. All right. Shots first. Have yeah. you seen the shot? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't Rob, like, that would. Be so great with yeah. Rob. He would. That so would be a better. Has he, got, has he got the man rug going on on a on a chest robe? Probably. Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. A yeah, little bit. Little bit. Somewhat. Let's, let's give him that. Let's give him that seventies well, warm that, glow in his skin yeah. tone as well. Shall yeah. we give him that? Well, I'll take him to Bermuda for a little bit. We'll get a nice yeah. little tan. Bring him back. Oh, oh, you could do it a different way, man. Just just get him so 
dumbass drunk that he's completely out of it and then just drag him onto the rug and pose and shoot him that way. <laughs> that does not sound like that sounds illegal. Around <laughs> <from>. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wayne, Wayne Jones is like, yeah, hey no, man, Jesus, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna like taking a challenge to get a picture. You've really won the shot or not? <laughs> really escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah, well, Wayne, it. I uh, oh, Rob's back. Oh, Are quick, stop yeah. talking, everyone. <laughs> we're doing, Shh, we're talk doing about the something else. Rob's just coming back <laughs> in. He's calm. <laughs> <laughs> Rob has calmed down. He's calmed down. Have you dressed yourself the other side, Rob? <laughs> yeah, right. I did figure out what makes that horrendous shake on that wall. What is that? That that door that's right outside there. If you push it, it, it there's not much resistance. Great, because this and is fucking goes, relevant bam. for the fucking podcast. It, we figured yeah, it out. It's Great, it is because yeah, there. they're gonna hear that noise. I, I don't think so. Don't get pissy with me. <laughs> Jacket on or jacket off, Wayne? <laughs> jacket off, man. <laughs> <laughs> jacket off's always much more fun. <laughs> Wayne, I appreciate you yeah. taking the time. Um, I'm glad I found your real website. Thank yeah, you. No kidding. That's a yeah. lot better. Yeah, right? yeah. 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 I must take the other one down. Sorry, guys. Sorry. You I should take that one. Yeah, I'll take you it down. just need to switch it. Switch up the URL so it pours the other one. Yeah, yeah, got to. Yeah, that's um. There's a bit of a mail forwarding pro- problem with the smugbug thing, which the guys are sorting out for me. It's yeah. to do with my host as well, so it's a technical thing. Yeah. So no once I get that sorted, everything will fully switch over. But when yeah. I when I post my links up, it is to the smugbug side, not to the yeah. other side. Well, I'm glad you you know gifted us your Ari lights in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was so I look, sweet. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to seeing what else you come out with. Do you want me to design that tattoo for you, or are you going to design it yourself? No, yeah, <laughs> no, you can ta- you can design. Oh, you it you here. have to design it for him. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the <laughs> deal. So cool. The left cheek or right cheek? I don't care. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> Both, man. I got two names. Be a, John. All right. Wayne Johns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. <laughs> so to download this podcast. Go to rggedupodcast.com, and you can download the entire season right now. You don't have to wait for it to come out on Wednesday on iTunes no, and Google don't. and Stitcher. You can download all of them right now. Just give us your email. Right now. Do it. It's free. All hey, thanks again. Yeah. Great nice. conversation. Thanks, really guys. Thanks it. ever so much. It. It's been a pleasure. It was and, uh, fun. I hope to see you again soon. Yeah, cheers, guys. Cheers. If you're looking to add a little oomph to your portraits, I would consider watching the fine art photography. Maybe the most cinematic portrait tutorial that we've ever made with Hemi. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And this tutorial has a Hemi. It has a Hemi. It has a Hemi. It has a Hemi. If, man, she teaches a little bit about, you know, compositing interesting items like uh, animals into children's portraiture. So if you shoot kids, this is the tutorial for you. You If you want to shoot a bunch of kids. It's more than that. If you want to shoot a bunch of kids and learn fine art portraiture. It's fine art portraiture. Although the image she did of your kid is amazing. It was pretty good. I'm totally jealous of that. I know. Yeah, that's good. You got lucky. Bro EDU is now unlimited. Get access to every single tutorial. Sign up at proedu.com today. I'll take comfort in that. This podcast is officially over. See you next time. Never stop learning.